Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program online my name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's everyone's valentine. Oh, Lord. She's Ashley Pickle. I don't think I like that title. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy Pickle. Valentine's Day, Tepper. Today is Monday, February 14th, 2022. It is 283 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. Uh, nice. Episode 1,331. On today's show, guys, we got headlines, including we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the superb owl last night, which I've got a hot take that maybe uh, maybe I'm going to get flamed for, but we'll see. Plus, we've got big-time coaching news and, uh, and a major shakeup in college football that could have huge ramifications for what football looks like in the state of Texas in 2022. We'll get into that. And then back out of the show, we were in College Station this past weekend and uh, had an, uh, the opportunity to catch up with a number of coaches, one of them, up from the Rio Grande Valley, Coach Manny Gomez from Harlingen. Had a great talk about that and... He tried to talk us into coming to the Battle of the Arroyo against San Benito. Which, which say less. Twist our arm. <laughs> like, yes. We'll hear from Harlan's and Coach Manny Gomez coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Daniel Agnew, Aaron Arbuckle, Coach Terry Crawford, and William Dyson. Welcome in, fellas. Yeah, it's Crudo Monday. Yeah. It's Crudo Monday. Which I is... still think it's a sin that the day, like, we are a football company. Football is what we hey, do. I told you. I told you. Mm-hmm. I will come in and work on Labor Day if I can have today off. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that because we don't get right Labor Day off. We on our calendar yeah. we get Labor Day off, but we come in here and have to work. I would make that deal <laughs> right now. I make that deal. Anyway, Pickle, let's get to some headlines from across the state of Texas. We will start, of course, with what happened last night. I'm talking about the monobob on uh, on the Olympics. Yes. That was, by the way, so they were, so, so that's apparently a new event in the Olympics, and they, um, and they, they were talking it up big time. There were a bunch of commercials mm-hmm. about that. Coming up next, stay tuned. We got the Winter Olympics coming up next, coming up next, coming up next. Yep. You want to talk about an amazing lead in. Yeah. <laughs> like, boy, howdy. Like, Motto Bob, the, bo- the, the, the single woman bobsled has never had the kind of intro that they're going to have. As with the Super Bowl. <laughs> so anyway, uh, how about that? Uh, the Super Bowl uh, came and went. And if we are breaking news to you, then you're you're maybe the one 
<laughs> the Los Angeles Rams have won the Super Bowl. They defeat the uh, Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to Matthew Stafford uh, leads the Rams to the victory. He is, as I tweeted last night, for the third time in five years, mm-hmm. a Texas high school football quarterback uh, leads his team to a Super Bowl championship. Third time in five that? years. That's pretty Because the other two were Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty remarkable. Of course, it was Nick Foles in 2017, mm-hmm. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. in 2019. What's remarkable about that is you might think, I think people may be thinking, uh, oh, well, you know what, that's, of course, you know, Texas high school football puts out a ton of quarterbacks, um, and, and you know, those, those you know, of course they were able to, to put out, uh, you know, put win the Super Bowl. Drew Brees, in t- 2009, was the first. Yeah, that is wild. So we went 50-something years... Without before yeah. we had one, uh, not fifty forty something years before we had one, and now we've had three in five years. Yeah, that's which is, wild. I think rather remarkable. Well, and that's the other thing. You're not talking about a position like offensive line where there's five of them no. or four of them. You know, it's like there's only one. One. You ready for my hot take on the game last night? Yeah. You ready for my hot take? I guess so. I thought it was a pretty trash game. Really. It was exciting in the sense that it was close. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really sloppy. I thought, I thought both quarterbacks. I mean, they all they each made a couple of plays, mm-hmm. but I think on balance, both quarterbacks were pretty meh last night. Um, I thought both offensive lines were horrible, and they really they really mucked up the game. Now I think there's going to be people who are like, "Oh, well, that's great defensive line play," and I'm I'm certainly here to give credit to Von Miller. DeSoto's on, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Aaron Donald and all of them. But I thought the game was really sloppy. Yeah, but I... Not a lot of penalties, I agree. But, really, but just really sloppy. Yeah, no, the, the connections weren't there as much as you figured that they would have been in the Super Bowl. But I'll say this, I will rather take a sloppy close game oh, than a game where someone... Because realistically last, speaking... Then last year, where Tampa yeah. Bay just sat on Kansas City. Like, that's, never, that's never fun. And so, yes, it was sloppy. But to me, other than like we always all get so hyped up for this one singular event that when it's a wet fart, it just it stinks. And so... The fact that we could go out there and literally were invested like the entire time in the game, mm-hmm. that to me is like, okay, play as sloppy as you want. It was a three-point game. Yeah, it, it was a close game. It was a competitive mm-hmm. game. It was an exciting game. Yeah. I don't think it was particularly well played. No. Um, I thought it was pretty pretty gross. There, a lot of talk's going to be about the penalties there down the stretch. Maybe this is an, a, a tough opinion. I thought every one of those penalties were pretty good calls. The only one that you can maybe is like the linebacker who was tugging on Cooper Cup on third down mm-hmm. um, on the holding. That was, uh, you know, that's a 50-50 call. Uh, Cooper, you know, uh, Cup sold it well. But, uh, but I mean. They were probably making up for the pass interference that they didn't call on that first Cincinnati touchdown. That was, I'm sorry, that was bad. That was a missed call. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, those call, most of those calls in the final two minutes I thought were pretty clear. Pretty obvious. Maybe that makes me no fun, but you know, yeah, that's that's the truth of the matter. I say we take a good game when we can get it. <laughs> exactly right. Anyway, congratulations to the city of Los Angeles. Finally, something good happens to them. Um, all right, this came down over the weekend, um, and I think it's pretty big. Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss have announced that they're leaving Conference USA in June. Um. They were 
going to play out the rest of their contract, which is through to twenty through the twenty twenty two season, uh, football season, and through the 2022-2023 academic year. Yes, they have now announced that they are going to terminate their membership on June thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to leave some things scrambling. Mm-hmm. Okay, because remember there are still four teams in 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 CUSA uh, who are in uh, who are in in Texas, right? In UTSA, North Texas, uh, uh, Rice, and who am I forgetting? UTSA, UTSA uh, UTEP. UTEP. Yeah, and that's huge. Like, Southern Miss and, is the big, big one because they're in the Western Conference and so with what, all of them. Right, and so what was going to happen is CUSA, they knew they were losing a lot of teams. UTSA is leaving. North Texas is leaving. Rice is leaving, right? Mm-hmm. They're all going to the American Athletic Conference, right? They were going to bring in, they're bringing in Liberty, New Mexico, they bring in Sam uh, mm-hmm. and, and Jacksonville State, bringing those teams in uh, starting in 2023. And the plan was, all right, everybody's leaving in 2023, we're bringing in these teams in 2023, yes, there will be that transition, but that's happening in 2023. Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss leaving early now throws 2022 and what the schedule looks like into flux, mm-hmm. because... Now remember, you know, and one of the things I think is interesting this this article from uh, Adam Rittenberg on ESPN. He's talk. He mentions that sources were telling him that Conference USA was going to release their 2022 schedule as a way of saying no take backs. We already released a schedule. You got to you got to play the schedule mm-hmm. right of like locking them in. And so these three teams jumped out in front of it and said, no, 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 we're leaving in June. We're going to make this public. We're leaving in June. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I won't get into the, the, the ramifications of, of the money on their side because I don't care about it. But keep an eye on this mm-hmm. because now UTSA, Rice, and North Texas are in a weird spot, mm-hmm. especially. Because there are going to be three fewer teams in their conference, including one fewer team in their division. Um, and those other teams are not joining until 2023. Right. Furthermore, it's not like UTSA, Rice, and North Texas. Uh, they are, you know, the, the, it's those those uh, three teams are, are, you know, they're leaving. It is not, they're going to the Sun Belt. UTSA, Rice, and North Texas are moving to the American Athletic Conference. Right now, the AAC might say, guys, no vacancy. Yeah. Like, we don't have a spot for you. So 2022 is going to be weird. And it was something, as I was putting together, we're working on the Summer Magazine, kind of getting things together. I need to have, like, a firm grasp on who's playing where. Mm-hmm. And so this caught my eye of, like, okay, we're going to have some weird things happening. And there could – maybe there's a domino effect here of these three teams saying that they're leaving. But Conference USA is certainly going to look different in 2023 – 2022, rather, which we did not necessarily anticipate. Mm-hmm. Something to keep an eye on. Other headlines. Let's move to the high school ranks. Port Natchez Groves was one of the highest profile uh, openings in uh, the state of Texas in uh, Texas high school football. They have made their hire. They have hired a gentleman by the name of Jeff Joseph. Jeff Joseph uh, is coming from the staff of South Lake Carroll. He was a special teams coordinator for South Lake Carroll's past couple of years. Um, he's replacing Brandon Faircloth, who is the coach there at um, for PNG. He's going to Sulphur Springs, and maybe you're thinking, hiring a special teams coordinator. Never been a head coach. What are you? Why? Why are you hiring this guy? Uh, Jeff Joseph is the uh, is the son of Gary Joseph. 
So there's some bloodlines here. <laughs> May have heard and he's of him. been known as a fast riser through the coaching ranks. Um, now, PNG's pretty big first job, especially, you know, going from special teams coordinator to something like that. But uh, he's got great bloodlines, and he is, you know, widely regarded in the Texas high school football community as a quick riser there in Texas high school football. So PNG has their coach. Jeff Joseph is the new coach at Port Natchez Groves uh, there down there in the Golden Triangle. Brenham's made a hire. You may remember that Elliot Allen um, uh, left to uh, become the AD at Bastrop. They have made a hire. They've hired uh, Danny Young. Danny Youngs. Danny Youngs was the head coach at Brazoswood most recently. Before that, he was the head coach at Wichita Falls Hershey. He's had good success at both of those places. Uh, so Brenham is hiring Danny Youngs to be their new head coach uh, there in the Brazos Valley. Wascom made a hire last week. Wascom was another one of those big kind of uh, kind of surprising openings. Whitney Keeling mm-hmm. left to go to Tatum. They have hired Greg Pearson. Greg Pearson was most recently the head coach at Brownsboro. He's a former defensive coordinator for Wascom. He's got some ties to the community there, uh, but he is going to uh, he is going to take over there in Wascom, take over a program that's ready for prime time, ready to win right now in in Wascom. But Greg Pearson, the new head coach there at Wascom. Pilot Point. There's some turnover in Pilot Point. I don't think necessarily all that surprising, but Danny David has retired uh, there. He was 39-22. and 22. Uh, They went to back-to-back regional finals in 2019 and 2020. Um, this was all pretty planned. Um, not surprising to anybody within the program. Danny David retired. They immediately promoted their assistant head coach, Kyle Peacock, to be the head coach. Uh, that was that was like is a one press release thing, right? Of like he's out, he's in. Here's what we're doing. So Pilot Point has made uh, has made a change. Kyle Peacock, the new head coach there at Pilot Point, down in Austin, Austin High. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, uh, not Ken Rosenthal, Mike Rosenthal. <laughs> Ken Rosenthal is the <laughs> bow tie guy on baseball. <laughs> Mike Rosenthal resigned after ten years there, and it was kind of big. A high-profile opening down there for the Maroons. They have promoted their defense coordinator Bernard Riley to be the new head coach of the Maroons. Bernard Riley, the next head coach at Austin High, there in the capital city. And finally, here's one you don't see every day. This one threw me for a loop. Yes. So Fort Bend Willow Ridge is looking for a head coach now mm-hmm. because Ramon Chinyang uh, is is leaving. He is uh, he is. Uh, uh, going to uh, take another position. We certainly wish him the, the best of the best, uh, of, of, you know, in his future endeavors. His future endeavors are going to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, where's the connection there? So There uh, has to be one. Uh, R- Ramon Chinyoung, uh, I believe, has a history with somebody in the in the program there. Uh, in, in Rather, in the... Um, uh, someone, someone within the uh, the organization there with the Broncos. Um, you don't just go and, and and grab those, you know, grab those guys there. But basically, let me see if I can I can find this on the fly. Um, no, please don't. Um, but anyway, he is uh, going to join. Um, um, you know, he's he's going to join the 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 uh, uh the staff there at Den- Denver Broncos. Sorry, I'm spit, distracted. spit it out, man. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> he of course is a former you know former big time player. He played. A, he was a big offensive lineman. Uh, there, he's former coach at Westfield. 
again, really well respected, but you don't see that leap very often from high school head coach to a quality, he's going to be a quality uh, quality assistant, quality control coach, what they call uh, on there at the staff of the Denver Broncos. So um, very interesting to see that move. That, that certainly, I think, moved the needle and people were a little bit surprised as to what was going on there. I think it has something to do. Do I have this right? Um, yeah. I didn't obviously didn't do my research here, um, but he was. Uh, this is certainly a, a tight end coach, Justin Outen, uh, who is uh, has ties to the uh, head coach uh, to the uh, Houston area, Spring Westfield. <laughs> you are you're on a struggle. I really am. My I'm trying gosh. to do this. <laughs> Throw it to the interview. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett got hired for the Broncos, right? He goes and he hires um, uh, Jason Outen, who is who okay. was a tight ends coach, to go in there uh, and and. You know, come in, and I believe he's going to be their new uh, passing game coordinator. He has gone and obviously gone to the mat for a guy like Ramon Chinyoung to go and take over there at, uh, from Willow Ridge. So there you go. There's the connection. I figured it out on the fly. I had a tab <laughs> that, open. That hurt my brain. I know. I had a tab open. <laughs> Your hamster clo- needs water. I closed the wrong tab, and I couldn't find I it. I did. That's the problem. Anyway, uh, so Forpin Willow Ridge is looking for a new head coach as Ramon Chinyoung is heading to the NFL. <laughs> And that, thankfully, is the end of heaven. Oh, that was a lot. That was that was legendary. Pretty brutal. <laughs> that was bad. It was tough. Oh man, happy Monday. We're Texas football today. We're here Crudo Monday. I'm telling you, <laughs> we should have been off. Clearly, we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/DaveCampbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash/DaveCampbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Uh, we are hard at work now on the 2021-2022 Woo. summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Oof. We're working on that. Yeah, I know. I was I was working on the budget and and making assignments, um, including your assignments. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. You, you look really excited. I am overjoyed. <laughs> excited. Anyway, uh, big things coming, but we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com/slash/subscribe. And we may have a small announcement tomorrow. Ooh. How about that? Anyway. Pickle, what did we do last weekend? We were in College Station for the Lone Star Clinic. We went to CSTAT down there for the Lone Star Clinic, caught up with a number of coaches. Had a good time down there. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Had a yeah. good time there. Uh, the weather, though, man. Whew. Okay. This is 100% true. Yeah. We were going to dinner on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to a great place in Bryan. And um, I thought about... For a half second, I thought about wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. It was warm. Yeah, it was when we when we arrived at like two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. It was sunny and seventy five. When we left to go to dinner, it was like really nice, sixty degrees. Yeah. I didn't even have a jacket on, and that's it was, me. It was cooling off, but it was like nice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it was literally we drove through snow on the way home, and it wasn't like light right. little flurries. It was coming down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, while we were there, one of the guys we caught up with was the head coach of the Harlingen Cardinals, Coach Manny Gomez. Talked a little bit about RGV football, what they got cooking down there. Here's our conversation with Manny Gomez of Harlingen here on Texas Football Today.
Dave Campbell's Texas Football here in College Station at the Lone Star Clinic. Here with the head coach of the Harlingen Cardinals, Coach Manny Gomez. Coach, it's good to see you as always. Thanks for uh, making the trip up and uh, spending some time with us. Well, I'm glad to meet you and see you, and I'm just disappointed Matt's not here, man. We're all disappointed that Matt's not here. He's the big, you know, he's the celebrity around here. I want to ask you a little bit about 2021. Uh, you know, an 8-4 and four year, uh, a playoff win, things like that. I know the standards there at, at Harlingen are really high, but but when you take a look back on 2021, you know, what, what, what are, what's your overall takeaway from what you guys well, we uh, we took some lumps early on. We, uh, we we tried to kind of run some different schemes offensively, didn't work out. But we learned the hard way. But it's one of the things that you know we adapted what we have, or we adapted what we don't have in this situation. And uh, you know things worked out, things didn't. But it's it's part of it sometimes. You know we can't keep doing the same stuff over and over again because if you don't have the product, if you don't have the resources, you got to sometimes go elsewhere. So certain things worked for us, certain things didn't. But it's like, it's, it's a feast or famine kind of stuff sometimes. Sometimes you have it, it's like a farmer. Sometimes your, your product is great, sometimes it's not. So you just gotta make the best of it. And I think we did with the best that we can. We, we, we could, and uh, you know, eight and four, it's, it's still something that is, uh, it's not to our standard, but you know what, it's still productive. And uh, we definitely had a lot of, cause a lot of these kids on the offensive side were young, except the quarterback, he's gone. So we have everybody else coming back offensively. So it should be a, a well-oiled machine. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that's one of the things about last year that, that is you looked all across your depth charts. A lot of juniors, a couple sophomores sprinkled in there and stuff like that. Do you feel like as the season went on, you saw those youngsters grow to the point that you're happy? No, absolutely. That's part of it. You know, you put youngsters in there so they can grow. You know, and it's surprising that you know so much about this. Wow, man, it's amazing what you got. Kind of my job, man. Wow, no, it's awesome, man. No, it's, it's like you're on point. Like, man, it's like you just... Anyway, it's, it's amazing, but but no, it, it's part of it. Anytime you put young kids in there, by no means are you trying to get kids to get exposed, but you want them to sometimes to learn and grow. Because I say we're not going to just go thing, think, go through it. We're going to grow through it. And, and part of it is when you put young kids in there, you want them to grow so that way tomorrow, which is the next year, they can be a lot more efficient with it. And uh, it's like anything that we emphasize. We're not just going to go through things. We're going to grow through things. And that's part of what we do when we put young cats in there. Uh, I believe you're coming from that side. Yes. So were you listening to Jimbo Fisher? Yes. All right. Give us a review on Coach Fisher's uh, presentation. Well, first of all, Coach Fisher uh, is a good friend of, uh, of uh, one of my buddies that I play ball here. He was a, a buddy of mine named Hunter Goodwin. From uh, He was with me at A&M Kingsville, and he eventually moved to A&M anyway. So uh, had a, I got a chance to kind of talk to Jimbo on a, on a side note. Which I won't bring. To ask, ask what he basically, what he, how he responded. But no, he's a, a genuine guy. And the way I say he's genuine is because he's an old school guy, you know. And I'm like part of that mix where I'm like I'm in between the old school mentality and the, uh, the I guess you could say the. And you're young. You're saying you're young. Yeah, I'm 50 years young. I'm 50 years young. So you know the millennial mentality and the entitlement stuff. You know, it's like, but you know he he means well. And he's, a, he's got a lot of character about himself. He's got a great personality. That's what I love about Coach, Fit, Coach Jimbo because he's, he's, he's got some jokes, man. And besides being stern, you know, he knows how to go in there and say a few jokes and keep it real, man. That's the whole thing. Keep it 100. That's what we try to do because we try to always adapt to what we have but don't have. And, and Jimbo is like that all the time, 24-7. You know, I've been around him, watch a lot of his podcasts, watch a lot of his interviews, and I learn from those guys. That's what I like to do as a head coach. I like to see what coaches say before, before the game, after the games and stuff, and just, just to learn from that because it's important because sometimes it gets twisted. You know, you're so emotional after a game, and some of these guys, you know, it's about doing the right thing at the wrong time, you know, and these guys are always productive at the wrong time, and that's what I like about Coach Fisher, and that's why I'm here.
All right, so we're a week, we're a week removed from realignment uh, down there in the Valley. Not a, you know, six, eight, 11, not a ton of changes down there, but, but overall, you know, I know that you guys were able to have your get-together. wasn't, you know, there were weather prevented them. Uh, overall, you take a look at the, the new landscape you're walking into. What do you think? Uh, well, it's like uh, people down there, you guys, I say, you know, the UIO is going to do what they need to do. So I don't lose, like I guess I lose my hair over it because I ain't got none. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, we adapt to and, and overcome. It's like we ask our kids. We've got to learn to adapt and overcome. So whatever presents itself, we, we decide to fix it at that, at that time. But, you know, we knew we, had, we, had to, we were probably going to go into that 16 district. So I already had re- figured out a, 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 a week five game because I didn't want to have to drive back to Midland. But uh, so we were able to keep it local. But, of course, the... Uh, the San Antonio schools were running away from the Austin schools, and they're trying to come pick fights on us. But I was fortunate enough to have some guys down there that wanted to play us. Don't get me wrong. I've done it. I've gone to San Antonio schools. I've done the traveling. And after a while, as you get older also, it, that jet lag, man, I'll tell you what, they used to maybe last a day. Now it's like three days. So, you know, it makes the weekend long, and it makes that, like I said, jet lag takes a while to get out of the system. But, you know, we we're fortunate that there's a lot of guys down there that are respecting what we're doing in Harlingen. And uh, they're giving us an opportunity to, to, to bang and, and, get, and get a game in and stuff and enjoy it. All right. And finally, the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew, there's a rumor that we're going to try to come down for the Battle of the Arroyo, of course, the big game, Harlingen-San Benito. Uh, for, for those who are unaware, perhaps, of what goes down the Battle of the Arroyo, give us a, give us a quick preview of what, what, what to expect. Well, first of all, the perception of the Valley. You know, it's a beautiful place, actually. It's a lot of, there's a lot of great people. Don't get me wrong, the closer you get to the border, you know, it's like you want trouble, go look for it. You'll find it if you get closer to the border. But in Harlingen, it's, 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 it's an awesome place. We have a great food, we have great chemistry, we have a lot of dynamics. And anyway, but as far as when it comes to that game, you know, uh, Dan Gomez, he's a, he's a great coach. He's a, he, he does great things down there. And uh, basically one word, it's violence. You know, and to me in football, being a defensive-minded guy, I love those type of games because, you know what, it's one of those like, ooh, man, you know, kind of stuff. I, you know, I'm a big, biggest fan when I, I'm on stand on the sideline, but, you know, it's just it's fun to see stuff like that. But, you know, that's how we train. That's how we prepare our kids. You know, we don't know any better. Just go hard and, and enjoy life and, and enjoy what you do. And that's what, that's what happens out there. The product that presents itself is eventually based on what we emphasize in the offseason. And uh, it's like I said, know what time it is and uh, code of conduct, know what time it is and, and apply it. And when it's go time, it's go time. And, and, and those games are a lot of fun. So. so you're saying if we do come down, we will be entertained? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I might have to turn around and look at it and be like Russell Crowe, are you not entertained? <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. But, and, if, and if we don't entertain you, you know, we'll, we'll find something maybe afterwards, you, you know, we can talk about it. I work, Coach. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much there for watching Gomez, that. head coach of the Harlingen Cardinals. <laughs> Join us there at the Lone Star Coaching Clinic, Lone Star Clinic down there in College Station. What I appreciate about him is he's trying to talk us into the valley. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'll let you do this because I don't want to correct you on the air. But like, bro, you didn't need to worry about that. No, yeah. He came up and he was like, Pickle, it's a good place. And I was like, you don't understand. You have like the RGB's biggest advocate shaking your hand right now. (laughs) Like hard agree. Like we we can move on. You are preaching to the the choir. choir. Okay. You are surrounded by friends, my friend. You don't need to talk us into it. Uh, But uh, excited to see what they do uh, in 2022 uh, with Coach Manny Gomez. If we go down there, I I better hear, are you not entertained on the sideline? (laughs) Anyway, we appreciate him taking a little bit of time there at the Lone Star Clinic. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle. 
of America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Um, I wanted to ask you, how did your smoked queso turn out yesterday? Excellent. Because you've I, made it a couple times now. Have you like? Do I you feel better. like you've got it? Like you got so, it? So here's the key. Um, basically, the first time I did it, it was just super bare bones, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, you need to start off with the basics. Right. I've now tricked it up to the point where instead of, for example, all Velveeta, mm-hmm. I do half Velveeta, half Gouda. Ooh, oh, fancy. Uh, the meat at this point, I've gone from regular breakfast sausage to hot breakfast sausage. Mm-hmm. That's always the move. Um, you got to have the you have the spicy Rotel. Mm-hmm. got diced tomato or diced jalapenos in there. Uh, I've added garlic, like minced mm-hmm. garlic into it and onion Huge. powder. Yep. And uh, to get it, so there's, there's, then there's, uh, you're supposed to add some liquid to it. They mm-hmm. say you can do milk, you can do beer. Mm-hmm. This time around, I used cream of mushroom, mushroom soup. soup. Yep. That, mm-hmm. and that's the, uh, that's I'm, the I'm, LP I'm, classic right there. I'm very close. Mm-hmm. There's one or two tweaks and then maybe we can get exotic with meats, mm-hmm. but I'm very close. It was a big hit last night. The cream of mushroom soup makes the world of difference. Really I did. am, and I and I don't like mushrooms. I am not a mushroom fan, but very the cream creamy. of mushroom soup it, it, is so it good. Gave it, it gave that extra body, mm-hmm. which was really, really good. If you do a little splash of milk, too, with yeah. the cream of mushroom soup, you it adds a, a lot. You sent me a photo last night from your Super Bowl party. You were there with our friend Mallory. <laughs> uh-huh. She's eating what appears to be a um, a plate mm-hmm. uh, with um, with popcorn on it. And then um, Cheetos. Yeah, she had a uh, Cheeto puffs on a bed of popcorn. <laughs> She's our che- what do you say? Our DCTF the chief, chief nutritionist. nutritionist. <laughs> she uh, there is nobody. There's I do not know anybody in the world who who is that in shape mm-hmm. and eats that like much Mallory garbage. <laughs> actual garbage. <laughs> She got to try blue Takis last night. Takis come in blue okay. color. They taste the exact. I tried them. They okay. taste the exact they same. They're just blue, which I think makes them cooler. If you're there, you know. Takis are not trash. I'm referring to just like we went to Bucky's and just like. Oh, yeah. Her order is just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, it's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Uh, hope you're having an okay crudo Monday and a happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Manny Gomez at Harlingen for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please give me your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.